to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. I am the senior editor of blacklistednews.com. My website dedicated to this show is blacklistedradio.com. Go there, join us live. If you're listening on the stream via Republic Broadcasting or any of the many ways that you can listen to the live show, uh, we are on iHeartRadio, YouTube, you name it. We're there, iTunes, all those great places that you pick up podcasts and you get informative and maybe funny and entertaining comment, content, rather. Uh, lots of comments, lots of thoughts uh, we will bring to the show today. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Of course, Julian Assange and his removal from the uh, Ecuadorian uh, embassy, the IMF multi-billion dollar payout, uh, $1.4 billion to $4.1 billion, depending on who you ask. Uh, lots of money exchanged hands to... Uh, kind of seal the deal, seal the fate of uh, Julian Assange, who has been in exile uh, in the embassy for up to seven years. People are looking at him and saying, "Well, the, the obvious thing is the the look. He uh, he's aged quite heavily. Uh, we, of course, we've heard you know a lot about his health, rumors about sicknesses and uh, uh, midnight." Uh, trips to the hospital or, you know, the EMTs being called. Some of that may be just, you know, rumor. Um, it's really hard to get a a definitive uh, narrative uh, on what's happening. Uh, the government has theirs. We'll dissect uh, what they're using to try to uh, – the, the legal ease they're using to extradite um, Julian Assange back here to the United States. And the judge uh, – yes, the hanging judge – uh, is there too. So we'll talk about that. Uh, lots to get into. 800-313-9443 is the toll-free number to join the program. You can also tweet at us. Uh, BLN Radio is the handle for that. You can become a patron. I want to thank our latest patron, Philip, for joining the cause. Uh, pretty excited to see people uh, backing independent free media. Uh, I've said it before. If uh, you don't take charge of the media, if you don't invest in things that you care about and the people that uh, bring you truth, then you will get you will get what you get, and that is uh, a lot of uh, avatorials, uh, things like that, things that are almost news but not quite. So um, one of the things we do is allow people to f- support the show uh, and sponsor it for fifty dollars. You can sponsor the show this week, though. Trace Free Corp has done it. TraceFree.com is sponsoring Blacklisted Radio. The uh, the, the product is really cool. It is a, a new way to to browse. It's, that's that's their moniker, the new way to browse. Uh, it's uh, always all virus free. It's a browser that you install, and it's kind of like a VPN. Um, I try to wrap my mind around it. Uh, but it is a great way to keep anonymity and kind of buffer yourself from the the internet directly using uh, a software that kind of VPNs to a remote server that you're using there. So 
you're never installing you know files on your computer uh, things like that you're not taking on uh, websites cookies so a uh, pretty cool product tracefree.com is uh, uh, the website they uh, are you could speed up your your internet speeds especially mobile uh, that's a cool thing um, there, there's literally no trace of what you're doing online and in a world where <laughs> there are more and more peeping eyes on us every day uh, things like this are uh, they're, they're good to have they really are uh, in prote- protecting your privacy uh, things like that uh, your finances uh, so many of our things are out on display uh, for the world to see went to the monster truck the monster truck jam show uh, this this uh, afternoon and uh, taking my five-year-old son who was really excited um, I'm just gonna put the spoiler alert out there grave digger won it all <laughs> he uh, he seems to always win I wonder if this thing's kind of rigged but uh, anyway grave digger was the champion of the day but uh, for us to get into the Frank Irwin Center um, it, it was very similar to going to an airport uh, had to take everything out of our pockets, run you through a machine, uh, magnetometer, uh, the whole deal, all your keys, all your personal items. If you had your purse, you'd have to either use one of their free locker systems or take it back to your car. Uh, you know, and it's it's something that you know I've been banging on the drum about for ten years. You know, this new normal where um, I don't know. I mean, you're, we could debate whether we're still living in a free society, a freer society, uh, uh, and, and whether or not uh, it, it's worth it for uh, the security uh, that, that is provided. Um, you know, <laughs> we could point to the TSA and the establishment of many other new protocols, uh, a whole new way of living under more and more surveillance, uh, you know, especially post 2011, since September 11, 2001, a lot has changed and uh, this kind of saddens me, you know. Yeah, thanks 9-11. <laughs> Appreciate that, Ken. You like to call in. Ken is behind the board serving wit to all that dare. 800-313-9443. Uh, got a pretty good article here. Kind of gives us a good summation. Washington's blog who um, is one of my favorite blogs, but they had not been blogging a lot. Um, you know, there was just a lot of cross po- uh, content and cross-posting that was happening on the side, uh, on the site, rather. And um, the the uh, the writer there, the blogger, uh, went to an extensive link to put in a lot of good stuff. Just uh, look at all the trending articles on blacklistednews.com right now, and you'll find out. Uh, Four myths about Julian Assange debunked. Number one, myth. The U.S. is respecting First Amendment freedom of press and only prosecuting Assange for hacking. Now, this is the question, right? Is he a journalist? Is he protected by the Constitution, the First Amendment, um, the whistleblowing act? Um, All of these things are, you know, getting thrown around by pundits. And quite uh, honestly, the... The, the the hacking aspect of it is, um, I, I I think somewhat separate from the the distribution of classified documents that uh, you you received and then disseminated that highlighted 
U.S. war crimes, uh, a lot of embarrassing cables, uh, U.S. diplomats talking crap about nations, you know, F the EU, all of those things that uh, Victoria Newland and other uh, Clinton and uh, Obama insiders, the shenanigans, all of the things that led up to Muammar Gaddafi's death and the uh, total discontent for uh, rule of law. Of course, uh, Hillary Clinton had to chime in on this as well. She said that, you know, Julian Assange has what's coming to him. I paraphrase. Uh, she she actually <laughs> literally, literally uh, called for the droning of Julian Assange. So when it comes to asking, you know, <laughs> Satan, yes, Hillary Clinton, uh, the sweet little old lady who... Uh, was laughing about Muammar Gaddafi. You know, we came, we saw he died. That that sweet that sweet old grandmother. Um, you know how she feels about Julian Assange. Um, you know how the State Department feels about Julian Assange, the U.S. government, and uh, you know once hailed by um, Donald Trump, you know, WikiLeaks. He said, "Thank you, WikiLeaks. Thank goodness for WikiLeaks." Uh, when it was advantageous for him, he was a champion. And, um, well, I mean, the the past three years have shown us that Donald Trump is one thing. He's probably I mean, – he's not a role model. He's not getting on any inspirational photo, uh, you know, uh, posters that people are buying. But he is a champion of the military-industrial complex and the deep state, the deep military state. Now, maybe not so many of the, uh, you know, do-gooders or at the FBI, all of the different activists, the liberal activists there. Uh, not a big fan of them, not a big fan of Mueller and some of the other people in, uh, you know, the, 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 the Justice Department. But a big fan of the U.S. military and using it. So as much as we've heard from presidents, I mean, I mean you know, no different than Barack Obama, uh, George uh W. Bush, I mean, you know, they're all anti-war, uh, reasonable people that, you know, talk about things. I mean, you know, <laughs> talk about anti-war, uh, you know, uh, philosophies and uh, approaches to foreign policy. But when it comes right down to it, I mean, they're they're all war hawks and uh, the military's really uh, kind of operating out of the uh, in the shadows out of the public's view i mean I, I think it's pretty you know telling we talked about it on the last podcast that oh by the way uh, we're giving saudi arabia nuclear weapons you would think that a lot of other countries and other stakeholders would have to uh, intervene there and you know the u.s populace learns about it kind of after the fact so back here to the article uh myth one uh, there, there's a separation between this. Uh, does a really good write-up on it. The indictment discusses journalistic practices in the context of a criminal conspiracy using encryption, making efforts to protect a source's identity, a source cultivation. Um, said the University of Georgia of Georgia media lawyer Professor John Peters. So this gets into a lot of legal debate as to um, you know what length can you go to to protect a source how do you properly vet this and you know who is going to be a, a preferential journalist it's one of the things about WikiLeaks that was damaging is that it wasn't uh, filtered through the New York Times like the you know Watergate scandal was 
or the other, you know, the other papers of record. Um, myth number two: Julian Assange will get a fair trial in the United States. John Kiraku uh, noted he was a 14-year uh, CIA officer who tried to officially, through proper channels, whistleblow. Uh, spent some time in the clink himself. Um, I guess in the last you know year two years he was released. Assange has been charged in the Eastern District of Virginia, the so-called espionage court. That is just what many of us have feared. Remember, no national security defendant has ever been found not guilty in the Eastern District of Virginia. Pretty good track record, I would say. Um, the Eastern District is also known as the rocket docket for the swiftness with which cases are heard and decided, not ready to mount a defense, need more time, haven't received all of your discovery, tough luck, see you in a court. Um, he said, I've long predicted that Assange would face Judge Leon Brink, Brinkma. Uh, we were where he had to be charged in e the Eastern District. Brinkema, B-R-I-N-K-E-M-A, Brinkema, I don't know, Brinkema, uh, handled my case as well as CIA whistleblower Jeffrey Sterling's. Uh, she also has reversed the Edward Snowden case for herself or reserved it. Brinkma is a hanging judge. Um, she was also the judge, interestingly enough, who uh, uh, took down Padilla. And some of you might remember uh, when he went to trial, he was drugged, gagged, had a... Um, uh, sensory deprivation uh, set of glasses on um, so uh, this isn't the one that I was looking at um, so she's, she's just waiting for Snowden <laughs> she, she is ready to put these people in jail you know and that was one of my you know thoughts from the original um, the original uh, uh, you know indictment or the, the, the case that was absolutely flimsy about uh, him tearing uh, holes in condoms uh, because he, I guess he just wanted to get people pregnant, women. One of them recanted. Uh, I don't know who all is still interested in those charges, but they're now new charges compiled on top of that. Uh, so the chances of him getting a fair trial in the U.S. is pretty slim to none. Uh, you know, of course, that he's this proven rapist being repeated over and over again which, um, you know, of course, the allegations stand for themselves. I mean, you know, you, you got to consider the sources and the people and whether or not um, they <laughs> have any merit at this point. I mean, you're just not hearing a lot about it. You would think that you'd have more vocal um, people decrying, oh, my God, let's talk to these victims now of Assange. Aren't they so happy uh, that he's, he's uh, you know, finally finally going to have to answer for what he's done um, so of course there is that the big story I guess would be how this all came about uh, the Ecuadorian uh, embassy uh, was looking and shopping Julian Assange uh, as soon as uh, Correa the previous president uh, was was uh, <laughs> was uh, voted out of office. I don't know if he could run again. I don't know if he actually lost, you know, running as the incumbent. Um, I don't have a lot of back story on that. Um, but in comes new guy, and uh, of course Ecuador has they've got a lot of debt. 
big league politics uh, broke this. Ecuador's globalist regime received billions to sell out Julian Assange. It's no shocker here. Ecuadorian President Lenin Moreno thrust a dagger into the heart of free speech today after he allowed a foreign country's authorities into his nation's embassy in Britain to arrest the heroic whistleblower and award-winning journalist Julian Assange. What was Moreno's price to commit this betrayal? A $4.2 billion loan guarantee from the International Monetary Fund, it seems. The Economist published a profile on Moreno showing how he has reversed the policies of his predecessor, Rafael Correa. Correa was a populist who used oil revenues to fund social programs and stood firmly with Assange. Moreno has moved Ecuador towards a more submissive vassal state of the globalists begging international financiers for hard cash and for handouts to keep his uh, creeped regime afloat. Thanks to the firm decisions I have made, we are not what Venezuela is today. We have recovered democracy, he said back in February. The money will create work opportunities for those who have not found something stable. The IMF deal was announced on the seven-year anniversary of Julian Assange's asylum at the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Hardly a coincidence. (laughs) Just happened to be on that day. It was clear in Moreno's rhetoric that they were bowing to their global masters, ready to throw Assange under the bus. Uh, the rest of it is kind of uh, there. We've we've talked a little bit about it. Um, you know, Julian Assange's fate will be determined. Um, you know, I thought that Charles Hugh Smith kind of hit it on the head. Uh, he had a piece out about Assange creating or committing the most unforgivable sin uh, that is of disemboweling the official narratives the entire global status quo is on the cusp of an S-curve decline phase this is really there is really only one unforgivable sin in the political realm and that's destroying the political official narrative by revealing the facts of the matter This is why whistleblowers who make public the secret machinery of the elaborately artful lies underpinning all official narratives are hounded to the ends of earth. Employees of the state entities such as uh, Ellsberg, Manning, and Snowden are bound by vows of secrecy and threatened by the promise of severe punishment. Outsiders such as Assange are even further beyond the pale because they can't be accused of being traitors as they never took the vows of secrecy required by the deep state. Yeah, and it brings up a good point. Uh, You hear about this. He's a traitor. He's a traitor to the U.S. He's not a U.S. citizen. He doesn't live in this country. He is not bound by U.S. law. Uh, He uh, he has made no oaths or affirmations to uh, the U.S. government. And so... That just throws that right out the window, uh, th- this assertion that he's treasonous. Now, if you were a CIA officer and you reveal these things, yeah, that's uh, traitor, treason. You can start throwing some of those terms out there, um, you know, legal definitions. But uh, just one of the more elaborate false narratives that gets repeated over and over again uh, in this continuing campaign to demonize Julian Assange for daring to bring some truth 
to the people. Government doesn't like that, and the media likes that even less. Quick break, back on the other side. It's Black Mr. Radio. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff. Almost completely gone. I had a a simple neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Anyway, welcome back. to Blacklisted Radio. Don't worry. Justice is alive and well in the United States of America. The International Criminal Court that, you know, it's kind of the, I don't know, the world court. It's this international govern, governing body. Uh, they've been doing investigations into Afghan war crimes committed by the U.S. The Trump administration has denied their prosecutor uh, access or even uh, allowing them to come to the United States so uh, that tells us a lot about where Justice, Lady Justice and her blindfold sits uh, tonight. 
uh, in New York City. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that, folks. <laughs> Just saw that, and it's uh, uh, anyway. The Hague is now rejected. This zero hedge had a good article. While government whistleblowers and subversive journalists languish in prison or on the run, state crimes, especially those perpetrated by Western governments and high officials, not only go unpunished. But don't even warn investigation. Apparently, the International Criminal Court judges ruled on Friday to reject a request by the court's prosecutor to investigate possible war crimes by the U.S.-led coalition during the war in Afghanistan. The ICC judge claimed lack of evidence, a poor outlook for uh, state cooperation. The latter reason essentially means the U.S. and U.K. have already condemned the prospect of opening such a investigation. And, of course, you know... Uh, <laughs> there was nothing, nothing horrific or shady about uh, what the U.S. did in Afghanistan. Of course, the you know the big lie, you know, went from Tora Bora chasing Osama bin Laden to uh, you know a, a, a modern day uh, crusade across the Middle East. Uh, General uh, Wesley, what's his last name? General Wesley Clark laid it out the US uh, after you know f finding that they did such a great j a job you know mission accomplished we all saw George Bush on the aircraft carrier with the big banner uh, they decided to just push onward and you know that's why I've been hypocritical of the intellectual I, I would say pseudo intellectual think tanks uh, the war profiteers those that are championing um, the lies of yesteryear uh, the same people that are continuing to tell us why we need to continue the fight in Syria, why we need to continue to support the expansion of Israel, why we need to attack Lebanon and uh, all of these other uh, countries that uh, are not doing business with the U.S. quite quite literally. I mean, you know, and a lot of people will say, well, that's pretty shocking stuff to say, Doug. I mean, look at what's happening in Venezuela. I mean, there's just... There's no couth. There is no, there's, I mean, you know, when you have people like John Bolton, I mean, I at least pre appreciate their candor, you know, saying, hey, we're going to go in there for the oil. We want to privatize it. We want the IMF to give loans to our our uh, guy here, Guy Edo. We don't like Maduro. <laughs> we want a new guy and we want to privatize all the oil. I know. Uh, it's not actually the turmoil in Venezuela that's causing gas prices to go up. It's the turmoil in uh, Libya with another sanctioned uh, uh, push, a new soft invasion by uh, Western general. They've, they've now donned the renegade general as he rushes to take over Tripoli. Uh, that was happening last week, and we haven't had a lot of media uh, uh, on this. Uh, but anyway, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't even know if it's, if it's mention-worthy. Yes, the International Criminal Court is pushed by and run by the U.S. and the U.K. And uh, when it comes to crimes committed by Israel, the United States, uh, or uh, any any state under the arm of the old world order, the, or or what's left of the liberal world order, um, you know, it's it's completely ignored. <laughs> Russia, it's those bad Russians. Go after them. Uh, speaking of which, Russia says that there is a new world order being formed. Um, I, I, I think this is exactly right. That's why we posted it. 
Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov declared today that the Western liberal model of society is dying. A new world order is taking its place. Lavrov made the comments at his annual meeting with students and professors at the Foreign Ministries Diplomatic Academy. Uh, this came out of TASS, the Russian state news agency. Quote, the liberal Western model of development, which particularly stipulates a partial loss of national uh, sovereignty, this is what our Western colleagues aimed at when they invented what we called globalization. It's losing its attractiveness and is no more viewed as a perfect model for all. Moreover, many people in the very Western countries are skeptical about it. That's right. You know, Russia spent all of $5,000 convincing all of you patriotic Americans that uh, maybe we shouldn't be, I don't know, so in love with capitalism in Western society. You know, and I'll be the first one to say it just because I have to put this disclaimer out there. I love living in this country. I love it uh, more. I think it's such a privilege to be born in this country compared to so many other places on planet Earth. Um, and I recognize that, and that's why I value it, and that's why I'm so critical of the people that <laughs> currently are uh, running the show. It's not that the U.S. is bad. It's the people in the government that, uh, whether they're bad or not, are, are making really bad decisions that lead to, well, to this, to the loss of the liberal order, which some of us enjoyed. It wasn't too bad of a time. I like the 80s and 90s, even some of the 2000s, just a few months of those. Anyways, guys, we'll be back. We'll talk about this transcending topic on the other side. It's Blacklisted Radio. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Did you know that neither the American Medical Association nor the American Bar Association were established to benefit the American people? Have you recognized that in our country, health care has little to do with health and that our court system has nothing to do with justice? The priests of both medicine and law have been incentivized to implement a dark agenda on behalf of the Bilderbergers and their ilk. To protect ourselves and our progeny, we need to take a much closer look at how these two giant industries really work. Join me, Al Whitney, on In Defense of Humanity, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Central, as we expose the matrix and learn how not to consent to our own destruction. When your doctor tells you you have bad cholesterol or blockages in the arteries, what do you do? When diet and exercise is not enough, we try medications and hope for the best. For the last two decades, I have been telling people about a natural method to help solve these problems and more. Extendivite can help maintain cardiovascular health and lower blood lipid levels in adults. The seven herbs in Extendivite are known to work together synergistically to get the results we hope for. There are many testimonials on Extendivite's effect on circulatory-related ailments. 
Get Extendivite today to start your journey back to a healthier life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or see us on amazon.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. The new world order is emerging. Is it a dying world order? I know that's a term that gets thrown around there a lot. It's kind of hard to mark what would be the new world order. The thousand points of light being announced by George W. Bush. They, uh, well, I mean, the the hopes and dreams of people like David Rockefeller with the United Nations, this new governing body. Problem is, when you have world government and you have these new institutions that transcend uh, the country and give it. Um, you know, super uh, above constitutional power and authority over the citizens. You you give up a little sovereignty. That's what Sergey Lavrov was talking about. That's that's the uh, pro quo, the quid pro quo for being part of NATO, being part of the the liberal world order, as most people uh, call it in the academic world. People that are you know, in the conspiracy culture, myself, or the conspiracy counterculture, call it the new world order. Um, that's what it was supposed to be. And now it might be, you know, just a phase, just the old world order. It's just like MySpace. How relevant is it today? How many countries want to do business with the U.S.? Because the problem with, you know, all these countries giving up their sovereignty, allowing the U.S. government, I mean, that's what we learned from Julian Assange. <laughs> or maybe, maybe you didn't, you didn't, uh, learn, but a lot of other countries, politicians and representatives learned that the U.S. was watching their every move, their every financial transaction as a part, you know, uh, you know, part of their full spectrum dominance approach to world politics. So, uh, Sergey said, "Hey, this is this is not the way of the new worlds. It's going to be a, a different order." in the very near future. I mean, Turkey uh, is kind of uh, an example of that. Somebody that the U.S. has courted um, who is happily taking money from the U.S. Uh, but, you know, the, some of our doctrines, some of the people that we like, uh, some of our do-gooders like the Kurds, the PPK that are uh, every once in a while kind of uh, uh, strategic to the U.S., interest in the region 
that we've crapped on many times, um, um, kind of creates a splinter with the Turkish, uh, um, what you call them, the uh, right-wingers. So um, now Turkey is looking at borrowing, or, or excuse me, purchasing uh, Ru- more Russian munitions, the S-300, uh, 400 missile systems, anti-aircraft systems, some of them pretty high-tech. Not, you know, probably more high-tech than the stuff that the U.S. is developing, but the stuff that's on the market that the U.S. is selling, I mean, the F-35 is it's kind of a joke. <laughs> it really is. Uh, we could talk about the F-35. I don't know how interesting it is, but uh, it's a rehash. It's a redesign of uh, a Russian Harrier jump jet type uh, uh, prospect from the 80s. It's not some new revolutionary thing. Uh, not that the U.S. and the Russians haven't been, you know, stealing design ideas since the beginning of, you know, aircraft and aerospacecraft. But nonetheless, nonetheless, um, you know that that is the the offering on the table. The Russians are developing a lot of technology, and they are looking to sell it uh, for, you know, two reasons: one, to make money. Of course, they have their own military-industrial complex. Uh, Putin is very well. Uh, in charge of or connected with uh, you you have you know all these other countries that are you know doing business with the US kind of because they have to um, because they're dealing in dollars or um, you know they've they've bought in they're part of the world trade organization but the the US uh, has a problem just like it does with um, the, the, this seeding uh, uh, sovereignty and that is when the international criminal court, the, the big government court, comes to town, says, "Hey, we are the world government. We would like to look into what you guys have been doing." The U.S. says, "F no, we don't have to do that." Now, Iran, you know, they're on the other side of that. We want to look at your 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 nuclear weapons. We have to. The international world body has to look. The U.S. has been arming uh, allies. I mean, the the the, the Israelis. It's kind of admitted now. I've had nuclear weapons in Israel for quite some time, um, and why wouldn't they? You know, our, our our biggest ally in the Middle East, having a nice nuclear base there, is always handy. And lots of those people are looking forward to the apocalypse, so it only makes sense that uh, you know we have strategic uh, nuclear command centers there. Um, so. You know, I mean, that kind of proliferation by anybody else would be uh, unheard of. We would never get over that. Um, but you know, that is you know what the U.S. does. Israel, <laughs> war crimes. They tell the ICC to go take a flying uh, uh, flip, and uh, it's not even. I mean, they don't even consider it seriously. Um, same thing for most of these bodies. So the design was to cede sovereignty. Part of that, you know, has to be that everyone cedes sovereignty. The U.S. hasn't done that in a lot of ways. Um, I, I, I think that's a good thing, by the way. I mean, I'm not arguing that we should allow the uh, non-elected uh, people that don't even embrace our specific constitution uh, to determine what is legal, what is not legal. Now, you know, killing innocent civilians indiscriminately or maybe even intentionally because you're trying to find a target or, or some asset, some liability on the battlefield, and you have to shoot them, whether it's Julian Assange or uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, uh, 
you, you name it, whoever it might be, um, you, you have to have a little legal authority to do that, and you have to have some kind of justification that makes um, some kind of legal sense. Otherwise, you know, we're just, you know, uh, brutally murdering people. And there's a lot of people that think that's exactly what we're doing. I mean, and, and you could say, well, the negligence is just so, uh, I mean, it, you know, human life is so down the list when it comes to the mission at hand, uh, fighting wars, that, I mean, come on. Few dead kids, no big deal. No reason to get upset. With, you know, some people would call an international war crime the U.S. just caused calls um you know collateral damage that's kind of where we're at so a lot to be thought about in this changing landscape and let's just be honest the u.s has done a piss poor job of being the unipolar uh you know the the police of the world if that is our job that was our dictate post brenton woods post world war ii we've done a really really crappy job with that the U.S. continually intervene in countries uh, with the um, results being horrific. Not just bad, not just piss poor. I mean, devastatingly horrific. And uh, we've empowered from Pinochet to, um, you know, I don't know, the next psychopath in the, you know, but whether it's Gallardo, whether it's the new president of Ecuador. Um, we, we've, we've done it so badly. That's why I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to have somebody else at the helm because the U.S. has done a piss-poor job. And uh, the U.S. citizenry has been in the dark or just kind of disinterested with uh, this world policing. And so you can only hang, you can only, uh, hang your hat on uh, the dead people of yesteryear as to what makes us great before uh, you're just... You're just remembering old things. You know, I pulled up to the Lowe's parking lot this weekend. I had to buy a new shower head. Thing broke off my shower head right during my shower. Uh, what was it? Saturday night. Fell right on top of my head. Shot water to the ceiling. It was quite the the scene. <laughs> you realize, oh man, let me look at this thing. I, I can't call a plumber. Hold on, hold on. How can we fix this? Well, anyway, I go to, you know, you have one or two sh- sh- places you can go and that's Lowe's and Home Depot uh, you know or you can maybe buy something on Amazon or you can go and trek it downtown and try to find something it was close and quick please don't judge me I just picked Lowe's it's not that I'm not a Home Depot guy or like Lowe's more it was just on the closer side of the road Uh, went there and they have these parking spaces and I took a picture of it I was actually going to shoot it up on Instagram but it was for uh, veterans Reserved veteran parking only, and um, you know, I, I thought, wow, that's that's a gimmick <laughs> right there. We're proud of our heroes. We let them park at the front. That's why, you know, we're we're God dang it, we love America. And I'm just thinking about, you know, I don't know. It just seems kind of empty to me. I mean, I guess it's a nice gesture. Hey, I'm a vet, so I parked right there in that spot. I don't have a card. I don't have a special plate or anything like that that says I'm a veteran. I don't. Ha- I don't wear my my uh, Navy ship's uh, hat uh, or have it. You know, a hat that has all of my uh, 
ribbons and accomplishments on it. And nothing wrong with that. But, um, yeah, I, I just thought about, well, you know, how are they going to enforce this? It's a nice gesture. I don't know how you're going to differentiate between somebody who's a veteran. Uh, actually, when I was pulling out the spot, I saw somebody about to pull into the spot, pulled halfway in, and then pulled back out of the spot. I guess realizing that they weren't a veteran. And maybe the only reason I had confidence in it was because, yeah, I, I am a veteran, and I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't see any mall cop that was checking credentials, asking for papers. And I don't know what papers I would present to them anyway. Most veterans don't carry around a DD-214 or any other kind of discharge paper or special card that I know of. I don't think I'm in the clue or in the click. Nonetheless, I just thought it was kind of interesting. I'm like, huh, no. Patriotic gimmick? I don't know. It's kind of nice. Try not to piss on everything because sometimes I feel that way. I'm like, piss on Lowe's trying to exploit dead people to to, uh, get you to think that they're supporting America. Meanwhile, they're gouging their minimum wage workers and probably all making sure that all 500 of them only get, you know, 32 hours so they don't have to provide any kind of health care for them, some other scam. But damn it, they've got some parking lots dedicated for veterans out there. That's the pessimistic Doug, and I don't know. I think that <sighs> pessimistic Doug's probably right. Saw this one. It's pretty good. Uh... Uh, article from Julie Kelly via American Greatness saying people behind Iraq war lies pushed Russia collusion these are the same people that are leading the US to make horrible decisions that we all soon regret and then it makes people like Sergei Lavrov and the Russians look like the better alternative I mean that's what's so damn sad so damn disappointing when it comes to I think that you know everything post I mean, maybe only in my viewpoint but really I mean when once once George W got in there with 9-11 I mean it got real ugly real quick I mean Panama there was a lot of other stage coups and things that happened uh, under the tenure of George Herbert Walker Bush I mean you could really point back maybe to the 50s and uh, the uh, the CIA's uh, new role in uh, fighting the Russians and determining great U.S. greatness through uh, assassinations, through you know dark, dark ops, uh, all sorts of black projects. But anyway, uh, great piece explaining fear and confusion after a shocking event. They warned that our country was in imminent danger at the hands of a madman. They insisted that legitimate intelligence, including the CIA report issued a month before a national election and a dossier produced by reliable sources in the United Kingdom, proved the threat was real. The subject monopolized discussions on Capitol Hill and the White House and the press. They argued that the situation was so dire that it was straining our relationship with strategic allies. Any evidence to the contrary was readily dismissed, and anyone who questioned their agenda was ridiculed as a coward, a dupe, a conspiracy theorist. The news media dedicated endless airtime and column inches to anyone who wanted to repeat the falsehood. But an investigative report released two years after the propaganda campaign began found no evidence to support their central claim. The CIA report highly flawed. The official dossier, some concluded, was deceptive and sexed up. Sounds 
sounds similar to uh, the uh, the McCain uh, Hillary Clinton dossier, the Steele dossier, uh, but we're talking about uh, the the war in 2003. I'm not referring here to the Trump Russia collusion hoax, although the similar the similarities are nearly identical. I'm talking about the period between 2002 and 2004 when many of the very same people who recently peddled collusion fiction also insisted that Saddam Hussein possessed weapons of mass destruction, including material to produce nuclear bombs. On the heels of the horrors of 9-11, the United States and our allies waged war against Iraq in 2003 based primarily on that assurance. These were CIA conclusions on 2004. The special advisor to the CIA concluded Iraq had no weapons of mass destruction. There were no stockpiles of biological chemical agents, no plans to develop nuclear bombs. The main argument of the war had been widely and wholly discredited, and it didn't matter. We were already all in. And we're talking about uh, Bill Crystal. They're now talking about uh, this this uh, neoconservative. I mean, really, I mean, at the end of the day, an overly intellectual hack. Smart guy, uh, too smart maybe, convince himself of his own bull crap because he has an agenda towards uh, the Israeli state and kind of a distrust and and uh, old world, uh, old interventionalist idea that the U.S. can control everyone by just killing the people that we don't like. Max Boot, um, some of the others uh, we've talked about here quite a bit. Um, John McCain uh, was, you know, one of the big proponents of the surge. Twenty thousand more troops that happened in two thousand seven. Remember, he said that, that we would that would be used to contain and all the great things we had. The surge. I almost forget about some of these topics. You know, the 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 agenda of the day uh, didn't turn out well, but uh, you know, he had his hot little hands all over uh, the Steele dossier. Um, you know, and. Uh, Love him, hate him, but I know how most of you feel. Uh, McCain was definitely an insider and uh, a guy on the ground, somebody who uh, did dirty work. Uh, story came out of the New York Post that I think we should discuss. We got a few minutes left. Yeah, I got the mic, or the mixer up, so Ken's not throwing me any commercials yet. Um, shift guess, shifting gears, we'll go to Jeffrey Epstein. This story. I find highly interesting. It's a, a big story that everyone in media wanted to talk about and only now is getting some mention. We'll bring it up on the other side. And uh, I don't know, a few other little tidbits. Obama's White House counsel, Gregory Craig, charged by federal prosecutors over his alleged Ukrainian lies. Wonder about Joe Biden's. Quick break, back on the other side. We'll wrap it up. It's right here on Blacklisted Radio. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. September 2018. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I've been using Extendivite for many years now. May 2018. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. March 2018. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. February 2018. 
My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Welcome back. It's the final segment here on Blacklisted Radio. Republic Broadcasting is hosting a fundraiser and, you know, to have a brick-and-mortar radio station not only broadcasting globally, uh, archiving, recording podcasts, putting out content that uh, is unaffected and unpressured by sponsors is kind of unique. It's something that is, uh, you know... just a kind of a model from uh, the 20th century now into the 21st century that should stay here. I still love the idea of the art of radio, you know, radio theater, if you will, or audio theater, Um, something that's kind of dying. It's something that a lot of people are embracing because of podcasts. Um, But the, the on-demand world that we live in has changed it, but to produce great content you need real human beings doing that ken behind the glass and all the other employees there actually paid and uh, earn a wage for bringing this to you of course uh we have the brick and mortar studio so um if you enjoy what you hear on this this 
radio show and uh, on these airwaves, please go to republicbroadcasting.org and support it. There you go, Ken. Now I did your damn plug. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> felt obligated. No, uh, it's really a great thing. They let me do my thing. I don't get bothered at all, and nobody – Nobody is the thought police, so I appreciate it. I appreciate the platform. It kind of kicks me in the butt, keeps me doing the radio show because I know I have live listeners there hanging out in the chat room that appreciate what we're doing. Um, real quick mention here. It's kind of a sad way to end the show. Maybe I should start getting some some more you know, positivity-type stories to end it on. But uh, DA knew Jeffrey Epstein was a dangerous pedophile when arguing for leniency. This from the New York Post. Manhattan DA's office had graphic and detailed evidence of pedophile billionaire Jeffrey Epstein's depravity when a prosecutor inexplicably argued for leniency during his 2011 sex offender registry hearing. The Post has now learned. The prosecutor's working for this guy. I mean, that, that's something you see with Jeffrey Samele. You know, it's not, it's not what color you are that can get you freedom. It's who you know. I mean, is, <laughs> are you friends with Michelle Obama's lawyer? You might get out of uh, trouble a lot easier than a poor white kid in Nantucket. Uh, so when it comes to you know, what controls, what moves this, this nation, unfortunately, it's, it's the bottom dollar, whether it's Lori Loughner paying her daughter's way into USC or uh, you know, this guy that is a serif, serial pedophile – uh, you know, the, you know, a lot of it's been played down. That well, he was having sex with this underage girl, la la la. But we know about the Lolita Express. Donald Trump knows about it. He mentioned it during his campaign, and now uh, more allegations uh, that he may have been a participant at one time or the other on the uh, the Express are languishing. Anyway, sweetheart deal um, came out for this guy because he was well connected I mean even Vibe magazine was doing exposés because popular rappers, famous people were hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein so might have been some pretty freaky reasons why well yeah, anyway we will uh, continue to follow the story, you can find it at Blacklisted Radio or at blacklistednews.com. Blacklisted Radio is where you can become a patron. You can support the show. You can help us out. You can spread the word. And uh, we will be back next Sunday evening, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, for another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. I hope you will as well. Take care. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. 